Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of It All Boils Down to This. I'm your host, Jim Boyle, and I'm pleased to have in studio again Jack Boyle, my co-host of It All Boils Down to This. Jack, welcome uh, to this week. It's been an exciting week. Uh, we're going to start off uh, with the uh, NFL, correct? Uh, we want to call it Patriots. We've got Mac Jones. We've got all sorts of weird stuff. Let's start with the Patriots. Um, it's been an interesting one and four start. People out for his head. Uh, what, do you, what do you got? What, what, give me your take. I, I got nothing anymore. They're done. They're toast. They stink. They really do stink. I mean, they did lose their two best players in that Cowboys game in uh, Gonzalez and Judon, and they're probably both out for maybe the whole year. So actually, I don't know about Gonzalez, but they're toast. They stink. I know it's knives out for the coach, knives out for everyone, and I know he deserves a lot of the blame, and their team's awful, but... I don't know. You get, he won you six Super Bowls. Like, have a little bit of respect, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't think people have any respect for losing losing anything. It's, I, no, I understand so, so that. If but if you think like, about it, that's true. If it comes down to High Bloom, same thing. Why would we respect him? But dude, Bill Belichick but, has earned respect, it, right? Heim Bloom. We keep talking about this guy. We keep talking about this guy. Heim <laughs> Bloom is not guy. Bill Belichick. I agree with that. But Bill Belichick's taken taking some heat now, correct? Big time. That's all I hear. If you go on ninety eight five. Uh, don't go on 93.7 because they stink. But if you go on 98.5, you listen. It's it's just kill the coach. Not kill the coach, but get rid of the coach. Get rid of the coach. So well, so that what happens. They're spoiled. A lot, of, a lot of fans are spoiled here. You know, it's it it was a great oh. run. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's let's. No, but let's, it's embarrassing what happened. I mean, it's back to back. What 34 plus point losses? It's bad. So uh, I agree. It, even even for like, it, it's really it's it, it's dumpster fire bad. Like it's first pick in the draft bad, which. Which Patriots fans have not been in two generations since the what early nineties or whenever they were picking when they get Bledsoe was Bledsoe in number 94, one. They yeah, got so Bledsoe. that's the last time yeah, they, they've had something like that. So it's it's worse than just bad. And and he does deserve a lot of the criticism and and then Mac Jones, my God. No, he won't talk. Well, let's let's before we go to Mac Jones, let's go to the elephant in the room, which is is he going to survive? Does Kraft say, you know what, we've had a great run together? Uh, but it's time to go on, or does he survive as just the coach and they get rid of the GM, or, or, or where do you see that happening? And does he swallow his pride and say, screw it, I've done my deal here, I'm going. What do you think? I think he's back. I, I, I just think it's too hard to get rid of him. If if Kraft gets rid of him, he's maybe, maybe now it'll look good, but in 15, 20 years from now, Kraft's the guy who kind of let both Brady and Belichick walk, and the worst thing that could happen is say Belichick walks, he gets another job somewhere else and does end up winning, Kraft's the guy that let Brady walk, he won, and the guy that left Belich- let Belichick walk, and he won. So I think I do think Belichick will be back. You gotta maybe I don't know what his contract situation is. I know he, it, he's got one of those secret contracts where he makes so yeah, much money. Yeah, I think you gotta take because he gets paid as a coach and a GM. Reel him back in. Say hey, if you want to come back, your 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 salary's going down. You're losing a lot of responsibility. We're hiring new people, and you have to listen to these people. That's what they have to do with him. He shouldn't get fired, so you, but they yeah, have to hire agree, other people and take that. away what I'll, I'll the responsibility that he has no doubt in that organization. But, but why is why is Kraft getting the uh, the Brady abuse? That's abuse as Belichick didn't want him around. But Kraft ultimately could have decided, hey, I'm keeping Brady over Belichick. Kraft's the owner. Kraft did say, I'm picking Belichick, so he can't just fire Belichick. Yeah, and Kraft's not a stupid guy. that's totally admitting. I, I know they well, were wrong. Uh, but. So, so where does, if he goes, we talked about this this morning, 
If he goes, is there a spot that he lands in the NFL? Where's an opening where there's a quarterback no. with promise no, that he just, might go? I just don't. I can't see anybody hiring him that's in that situation. Like the only one would be, and we say quarterback, but what we've seen is Dallas. I mean, <laughs> no, Prescott. But their quarterback's an idiot now, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there's a spot for him. I, I still I think, think it's here. I think there's one spot we talked about. And I know you're going to completely disagree because the guy had a great Thursday night game. I think Chicago is in a bad place. It's a, it's a, it, he's not B- going to go Bill to a Bill, rebuilding Bill, team. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is is a history nut. He loves the history of football. It's George Hallis. It's a chance to do that. It's Josh Fields who he wanted to draft over Mac Jones. There's no doubt about it. He wanted Josh Fields that draft. Justin. He did not want Mac Jones. So I say Chicago's. If he lands anywhere, which I don't think he's going to go anywhere. He's, the, they're Justin going to try Fields, to keep him here. But if the Bears get the number one pick, Justin Fields is not going to be the quarterback next year. It, the Bears, he's not going to the Bears. That's too. That's not the situation he would go to. Bears it's aren't going to get the number one pick, by the way. Carolina's getting it again. Okay, you know who has Carolina's pick? Bears do. I know. Yeah, good point. What about uh, the Jets? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you Jets just, the Bears are hundred. The Bears have like a seventy five percent chance. I still think that. he gets. I still think that's the, if he goes anywhere, that's where he goes. There are the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll take McDaniel's job. Yeah, um, no, he's going nowhere. I, right. think, I think if I had to bet, I, I don't would think say he's, he's back in. here next year. I, I give know. a I give about seventy five percent chance he's back. Twenty five percent they let go of him. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we come to the other elephant in the room, which is the uh, uh, the pick of uh, Mac Jones, and he is not. He's 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 going he's going downhill. But I think what happened was that first year he was coming after Cam Newton, and they they misused Cam and Cam ter- was terrible. So anything looked better than Cam Newton. Now you have a guy you p- spend a fifteenth round draft, fifteenth pick of the draft on, right? Well, now you're screwed because he's in a third year where you should really be doing well with those rookie contracts. And, and, and is it time to get? It's time. To, is it time to move on? Um, well, yeah, they're going to have to start looking to move on. Yeah, you look at a quarterback probably in the draft coming up, third or fourth round pick, see if he can he can play. Yeah, you got to move on. Yeah, because what are you going to give him? I don't know if they'll pick up his option, his fifth year option. I think next year will be his last year, or this year might be his last year. He's not going to get next year. So yeah, they'll move on. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's over with Mac Jones. His confidence is done. I don't think he's got the, the locker room with him either. Uh, I think the coach doesn't like him at all. Um, so I, I think Mac Jones is done. So the coach doesn't like him. If the coach stays, he's gone. Uh, but. The coach also ne- never brought in a quality backup for me. So Zappy's horrible. He's worse than Mac Jones. Yeah, horrible. Clearly. We have to agree with that, right? So he hasn't. <clears throat> well, the the kid they brought in to be the, that probably the quarterback right now went AWOL. The Corral kid, the Matt Corral yeah. kid, I think from Ole Miss is was that where he went to college? He went AWOL. Yeah. He came in. He would play. He went to training camp for a couple of days, and then he went missing. He literally went missing. Yeah, that's probably true too. But it's not like he. But again, anyway. think about this, and this is strange. Bill's never really had to go after a high quality. Randy Moss might be the only one. Uh, he's really never gone after any any kind of high quality uh, offensive players. Uh, and he, he had Gronkowski in a draft. Antonio Brown. Well, get it. That's high, have, high quality. Oh he my was god, high. he was over the hill. No, he, he wasn't. was done here. No, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No, I go no, Randy Moss. Alone. No, yeah, but obviously he's not Randy Moss. But Antonio Brown was a high talent profile wide receiver. He went for offensively. He was also a high crazy bastard. They too. also went for uh, what's his name, Josh Gordon. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I know they. And then, and then when they did with, to get Brady help, they picked uh, Nikhil Harry because I heard Bill Belichick had a friend at Arizona State who was like, pick this guy, pick this guy, and they passed on Debo Samuel. I think is that that was yeah. That Bill, Bill always relies on his friends in college football as well. It's just, yeah, a, cool. I, I just think that one of the things, Tom Brady masked a lot of things offensively for the Patriots. Um, in his first five or six years, he was he was like Brock Purdy. He was a he was a system quarterback. Just don't turn the ball over. We'll win with our defense. And then, but Brock Purdy also has McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. So, so if you don't give 
I'm not saying Mac Jones. Was Troy Brown and those guys? Who was no, on he those came teams? a little bit later. Who was, yes. on the, who was his weapons in those early teams? Uh, they had boy. weapons. He got the ball to people. They scored points and, and they they got the job done. They scored. They scored Purdy's a good comparison for they him scored, early but, on. But Purdy, but he's, that's a compliment to Purdy. He's a good comparison to early on, except for Brock Purdy. Excuse me, except for Brock Purdy's got um, got two of the greatest playmakers in the league today. Yeah, I know, I know. And Brady did not have that. I know. Brady had like Jermaine Wiggins at a tight end and Troy Brown a wide receiver, and it just wasn't, uh, you know, whoever the lawyer Malloy was a defensive back. So I don't know. I think that time, you're right. It's time to move on from Mac. You know, maybe they can get Zach Wilson in here. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. So that's Definitely. the, uh, the Patriots will be, it's just amazing that 20 years or 22 years of a great run, um, everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. The minute they lose, everyone hates the coach. Everyone mm-hmm. hates the coach. And th- you know what? You, I still believe that if Tom Brady did not get drafted by the Patriots, he would never have been the player he became because only this coach understood what he could do for him. This coach let him grow and mature as a quality system quarterback before he got the the because of his intelligence. So so when they say that he couldn't have won without, if I give him, if you gave him Ben Roethlisberger, he would have won. Yeah. So um, back to that's where I think Bill does not get the credit he deserves because Brady. Everybody, everybody is such a Brady sucker fan here that it doesn't matter. So uh, that, my final sound is I think he comes back for another year. I think they want him to break the Shula record as a, as a New England Patriot coach, but I can see the pressure on Kraft getting bigger and bigger as we go on. Yeah, and right now with Bill, um, he, I just think he's taking he's going to take in in probably the next five ten years he's just it, he's going to take a real hit and he's going to. Probably end up, you know, into his old age, really getting disrespected by Patriots fans. But in 20, 30 years, he'll, I think his legacy will age well. Uh, the question to coach or quarterback always is going to be quarterback. Like it's always going to be, you know, Jimmy's and Joe's and not X's and O's. So eventually people come around and realize, you know, he obviously wasn't more important than Brady, but he did play a role in what you guys did here for 20 oh, years. Oh, I didn't do anything. Yeah. You I'm guys. not saying you, I'm What's saying you guys fans? as the Patriots. Correct. All right, so I guess I'm, I've always been a big. I saw Belichick speak at a, a conference I was in. I was impressed with the way he he approached his business, the way he ran his better show. than his press conferences. Uh, yeah, he's a, he, <laughs> he. You know what's funny about that is I think your mom went with me too because he was just amazingly uh, amazing because of his press guy. He was very personable. And he was very knowledgeable, and I think that doesn't show in press conferences because he's trying to again. He he wants to control everything about that football team. So uh, as we go, as we t- finish off him, let's look at the NFL uh, this week. We'll- yeah, so I got some games. We're just going to go like five, ten-second takes. So Bears, yeah. Commanders, you got anything? That was the Thursday night game. Bears was, actually won by 20 points. Josh Fields played great. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. You keep saying Josh. Josh is Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Fields is— Who is Josh Fields? He's, I think he makes cookies. Yeah, no, I don't remember who Josh Fields is. is but oh, yeah, no. oh, 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 Josh Fields is a baseball player, big fat guy. Yeah, no, I got, I got no white kid. No, no, no clue. Uh, yeah, no, but Fields, Fields play well. Yeah, Fields, Fields might. Fields looking like that's he, Bill hey, Belichick's next quarterback. He could save his job. Jaguars, Bills. Jaguars beat the Bills in London. I think the Jaguars getting two weeks over their London. The Bills flying over Friday screwed the Bills. And they weren't ready. Yeah, that was a screw job by the NFL. Total screw job. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take any points away from the Bills and their Super Bowl chances based on that game. The only problem I have with the Bills right now, real quick, five second take, is their defense is getting destroyed by injuries. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what well, happens. Well, Milano played on a turf. They played on a fake field over there. I know. Might have, did he tear his ACL? I don't know. We don't know. Uh, Colts Titans. Colts won. Go J Trav. They actually played. Yeah, that, that no one cares about that game. Saints Patriots. We talked about Steelers Ravens. So how about this one? Oh my God, go! Steelers beat the Ravens seventeen to ten last week. You really propped up the Ravens as a good team. And sometimes the Ravens offense just absolutely sucks. I'm telling you something. The Pittsburgh defense is really good defense. They have they have the Watt J J Watt's brother there. 
What's TJ. TJ's on TJ, that. That yeah. team actually, um, I hate to say it, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to buy in on them because their quarterback's terrible, but that, that doesn't shock me. They're probably a whole rivalry game. Remember, you picked them for the rivalry. I, I still think they're, they're a comparable team to the Patriots if the Patriots were fully healthy. With their with okay. their two defensive players that they lost, who are who are potentially maybe not all pros, but the cornerback is, but two Pro Bowl defensive players. Uh, Falcons Texans, the uh, C.J. Stroud show has kind of slowed down a bit. Falcons beat them. I really don't care about that game. How about you? I could care less. Yeah, Lions beat the Panthers. Lions are a really good team. Like they're 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 what I thought at the start of the season. The Browns were. I agree. The Lions, great coach, good team. Jared Goff is now coming to his own. Finally, it took him a while. Um, and and Carolina is just absolutely goddamn horrible. They deserve to fire Matt Rule. Well, again, like we said last week, Matt Rule deserved to be fired. But my God, I don't think that quarterback's going to do anything for them. And that was a terrible trade. We have the Dolphins Giants business as usual. I feel like I don't remember anything in that game. The running back got hurt there. The uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce the only, his name. The only problem I have with that is the Archie. Giants are absolutely horrible. No, I know, but it's just you get to win to get to win. Uh, Bengals Cardinals Bengals look like Burrow's back, huh? That changes a little bit of the uh, of the equation in that in that division if he can play uh, with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. It's good that Balt for them. It's really good that Baltimore lost. Yeah, especially now they're two and three. But you know, he stayed. If he gets healthy, we know this. If he gets healthy, he is yeah, with those top weapons. five quarterbacks. I mean, Chase might right. be the. That's uh, well, Chase. I'll Chase say Chase might T- be better than Jefferson. He's got Chase and Tiggins, and they got yeah. the kicker too. Yeah, uh, Eagles beat the Rams by nine, twenty three, fourteen. Anything. Eagles have been really crappy for two weeks, and they're going to Aren't beat they eventually. Undefeated? Yeah, but they, they 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 beat the Commanders in overtime, <laughs> and they they play shit against the Rams. That's Give how a regular break. season works. You just got to win the games. Uh, uh, Chiefs beat the Vikings twenty seven twenty. Looked like Kelsey might have had a turf injury. We would have got uh, if he did tear his ACL. We finally would have got rid of turf fields because the Swifties and the angry Chiefs fans would have oh, oh, would have made the NFL make a rule change there. Yeah, uh, that game again. We talked about this. I'm 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 starting to worry about the Chiefs a little bit offensively. Uh, it's just he doesn't have the weapons he always once had so it's important and the vikings are actually pretty terrible yeah they are their defense stinks but you know they still have some players on the offensive end All right. uh the big game on sunday night football the niners destroyed the cowboys back to your desk i go back to your dak press uh, dak prescott uh example where he is the uh, dow jones are up and down up and down it's amazing how he can stink sometimes that 49er team's loaded in offense. That, that, that they're loaded. Kittle. They're loaded on defense. No, they're too. they're loaded offense. everywhere. They're they got a great offense. kicker too. Yeah, they're loaded on offense. Think about it. They got George Kittle. They got Debo Samuel. They got Christian McCaffrey, and they got a quarterback that don't make mistakes. All right, let's go to Jay Trev. So Jay Trev, team of the week. Jay Trev, team of the week is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, he did that. No, oh, that, last no, week they were the did. worst. Now, they, were the, they were the worst team of the week last right, week. Right. No, he actually kind of went conventional this week, and I agree they were the team of the week. Niners. I'm certainly not going out on the limb by saying San Francisco is the most complete team in the NFL. Right. But the margin between them and the next team right now warrants the week five shutout. See, that makes sense. See how he, it's 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 the conventional pick, but it is that big of a it was that it was that good of a result. And I'll agree had. with you because the Eagles have stunk last two weeks. Totally agree with Jay Trev on that one. You can make a case the Dolphins are more explosive on offense, and the Browns are just as good as defense. To be, but to be top three on both sides of the ball, very convincingly, bodes well for the rest of the season. The Cowboys puked on themselves again in a big game, and that shouldn't be ignored. But the 49ers thoroughly out-toughed, out-executed, and out-coached what will likely be a top five team by season's end. Injuries and late game management are the only possible deterrents for the 49ers at this point because of how strong they are across the board. Then he goes on to really shout out how good Brock Purdy's playing. Jay Trev thinks the Cowboys will be a top five team at the end of the year. Is that what he just said? Yeah, their roster's pretty good, yeah. Ah, I, I guess he said that. that. All right, worst team. I'm going with the Cowboys. 
<laughs> Worst team you're gonna like this one. The Panthers are in some deep trouble. And what we thought was going to be a wide open NFC South before the season, the Panthers were expected to compete for a division title with the hire of Frank Reich. You know Frank. You played against him high school football. I played right? against Frank Reich that's, in high school. That's yeah, that's pretty amazing. Funny. He, he he goes into a shit situation. And he's got shit. You can't make chicken salad well, out of chicken. So shit. they hired Frank Rice. They made a big investment in Bryce Young with a bunch of, with with a lot of uh, trade capital that they uh, draft picks and stuff to get him. And a defense with really good personnel across the board. Instead, they sit at zero and five as the league's only remaining winless team. Reich has been notorious for his slow starts to the season, but this feels different. The offensive line, after performing pretty well last season, can't block anybody. The offense feels static and unexciting, and there is a clear lack of weapons in the skill room. The defense, yeah. the, the defense is dealing with some key injuries, and Bryce Young is going through some growing pains. At the end of the day, his development is, is all that matters for the long-term outlook of this team, but there's nothing to be excited about in Carolina right now. There might be something inherently wrong in the way they do business, just like the Red Sox in pitching. It might be something wrong with Carolina. I agree. Who's well, they had state? that one season. They were like, what, 15-1 and lost in the Super Bowl. Jay Trev should be uh, a scout. All right, I like this shout of the week. It goes with his um, team of the week. I have to mention Fred Warner this week. Okay, so I just want to say before I keep going. Fred Warner? Yeah, I know you're going to do that. Fred Warner, so you didn't watch the Sunday Night Football game. Fred Warner. I was at a wedding. Fred Warner popped off the screen. I turned that game off at halftime because it was a blowout, but I was saying, I was texting people, I was Fred Warner is, like, the best player I've ever seen. So he goes on to say, off-ball linebacker may have the biggest gap of any position between the best and the second-best players, just like he says with the Niners and the second-best team. Warner is that good. You can look at his stats from Sunday night. Eight tackles, a tackle for loss, a sack, an interception, and a forced fumble to confirm that sentiment. But you can also watch what he's doing out on the field. The 49ers ask him to do everything in the middle of the defense, and he does it with relative ease. Whether it's carrying the slot receiver 40 yards down the field, manning up on the running back, and tons of space. We're chasing down a ball carrier from 20 yards away. He's a freak. Plain and simple. Hey, I'll tell you right now, we got to bring Jay Trev back on air. Let him read these things on his own. These are great. He does a great... Jay Trev, I know it's your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, by the way. And uh, great. Was it yesterday? Yeah, the ninth. Yeah, yeah. The, whenever it was. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Uh, but Jay Trev, phenomenal job with uh, Fred Warner. I didn't see the game, so I'll take your word for it. Who's he got as the worst player of the week? I don't know. I don't know if he. I got to read through this. I don't know if he gave a, a worst team, a worst player. Right. But he said we can't talk about. I think it's the whole team. We can't talk about this week without addressing the ineptitude of the Giants' offense. But rather than focusing on the entire unit or an individual player, just look at the offensive line. So his his worst player of the week is the Giants' offensive line. We'll look at the offensive line, and you'll see where all the problems have started. These guys can't block a soul, and it's been that way all five games. On Sunday, they gave up another six sacks and failed to create any sort of room in the run game. Top ten. Pick Evan Neal at right tackle seems like a ginormous bust and has been getting a lot of heat for his play and his reaction to the Giants' fans' discontent. But he is only a tiny part of the problem. Miami's defense has been objectively bad to start the season, and they look like the defensive front of the steel curtain against the G-Men. Daniel James has been this has been bad, but he hasn't had much of a chance with some of the traffic cones paving the way. I got it. Hey, Jay Trev, credit out. That's like a great college essay too for Jay Trev. It's a good. It's like a good blog post, and we got it on this show. So come here for the. Yeah, we got come here for the uh, best scout in college football's uh, opinions on the NFL. I give you a plus, Jay Trev, when you're listening, and and, uh, because our next guest on is coming in on the air is uh, because that's college. Jay Trev does a great job with pro football. Our college football expert, we've we've we have named um, Xavier grad Kevin O'Donnell was on the show a couple weeks ago and. Jack is ready to go with some some uh, <laughs> Kevin stuff. Though. Yeah, so Kevin's not just college football. He'll, he's going to talk about everything here. He's going to start off. He's going to he's going to get a, a bit cocky about one of his favorite teams. Go. Let's hear it. 
Great to be calling back in this week. Um, a lot of things to recap, uh, but before I get to the uh, college football stuff, since apparently I'm the college football expert, I'm extremely unqualified to be that. But anyway, wanted to wish a happy birthday to my fellow contributor, Justin Trevisani, um, and also a big win for Harvard football this past weekend. 4-0, no coincidence that he arrived and now they're undefeated. Uh, looking forward to his expert analysis this week. Um, also needed to mention just the big victory for my club, my team, Arsenal, against Man City. Uh, what a win. What a time to be alive. It's going to be a great title race this season. I also want to congratulate Jack's team, Man United. I mean, to really, you know, at the end of the game, come up with two goals from Scott McTominay and, you know, secure their position in 10th place. You know, the little engine that could, Man United, uh, hope they can finish top half of the table this year. All right, so Kevin's acting all cocky about his, his soccer team, Arsenal, being Man City. And like I said, I said before Kevin that Arsenal have a chance to win the title this year, and that beating that beating Man City only proves that they're really in a title race this year. But this, I have to play. You heard how cocky and how happy and how he's making fun of my team. This is him talking about Arsenal two weeks ago. Yeah, I care. Right, let's go. Let's play it, Jack. Let me hear it. I'm so sick of this team. Um... The midfield is a bunch of zeros today, like including our captain that, that just signed a new like five-year deal, um, Fabio Vieira. So it's amazing. Two weeks ago, I'm so sick of two this weeks, team. Two weeks, Jack. Two I'm weeks so, ago, I'm so, I'm so sick of this team. Yeah, two weeks ago, he's he's all down, and now he's back up, and he's he's talking all this smack about my 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 team finishing bottom half. This is Kevin. The past couple of years, yeah, they finished second. They finished second last year, but but before that, let's go to their league finishes. Oh fifth, God, I can't wait to hear this. Fifth, fifth, eighth, 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 fifth, sixth, fifth. Okay, so they he hasn't been in the Champions League in almost a decade. So they were terrible. But you know what? Kevin's always been like Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Thanks for the thanks for the uh, humor that we I got more from Kevin, obviously. And but, uh, but just real quick on Arsenal, they are a pretty good co- soccer team, but. He he's like that. That's Kevin. He's a Dow Joneser. He's always up and down. So he's got my college football update. And, and the he? perfect the perfect Dow Joneser of Kevin. The perfect example is in the Super Bowl against Seattle. He said he texted uh, Jay Trev. Uh, he said put in Garoppolo because Brady was sucking <laughs> in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> that actually. Oh happened. my God. So yeah, he's Kevin. He, he really is shout out. Right. Hey, he might not. He might not call back in. Let's play Kevin's college football update. We'll talk about that in a, after at, after he's done. Here. Um, quick notes, uh, Mac Jones, just want to say this again, like, I hate him. Like, get rid of him, cut him, <laughs> put my Kentucky boy, uh, Bailey Zappi in. Uh, Bill needs to not be the GM anymore, that's obvious. Uh, just noting that as well. Um, wanted to wish the Boston Bruins the best of luck. Uh, season opener on Wednesday, uh, so hopefully a great season ahead. New chapter without, uh, Bergeron and Krejci. Um, also, for uh, Celtics lovers, electric preseason game atmosphere. Kristaps was great. I'm sure uh, you guys will talk about that. Um, do you, do you, just just before he actually gets in college football, do you want to talk about that real quick? Uh, Celtics preseason game. Just real it, quick, because we'll was, do Celtics. Yeah, real quick. Weeks. It was like a playoff game in that in the TD Garden, so it was crazy. And Porzingis really did look good, and he, yeah. and he said all the right things after the game. So, and I think that that's going to show. Porzingis is going to play great with Tatum. We'll talk about it later. Giving Pritchard the contract with the smart floor, move, everything, yeah. and bringing in Holiday. We'll, we'll Pritchard, jeez, we'll, man, we'll get that next week. So we're going to get college football hopefully from Kevin now. But anyway, onto the college football stuff. Yeah, top time, uh, Kevin. Great Red River game. Uh, I always thought Texas was overrated. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens going forward with them. Um, but, yeah, great game. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's a beast. Uh, we'll be interesting to see what Oklahoma does the rest of the season. Um, maybe a push for the playoff. Who knows? Um, 
I called at noon. Uh, I was I was talking to the guys at noon. I think it was 12, 13 p.m. on Saturday. I said Notre Dame is going to lose to Louisville tonight, and they did. Um, Freeman is a is a great leader of men, not a great coach. Uh, the O line stunk. I don't know why that happened. All right. Uh, before we get on with Kevin, let's let's talk about that. Uh, Notre Dame. I don't know if you what they, they just really they were they were the second best team, and I thought they should have lost to to Duke the week before. That coach, he he's going to go through some. Through some things. Well, you always do Notre Dame as a as a. You, you know what though, Louisville's played great. He's done a great job turning. No, I know, but it's but Notre Dame. Dame. But I know it's Notre Dame. Notre Dame is what's got to be a top ten team. Brian the, Kelly every year Notre had Dame them is, as ten uh, eight through yeah, eight through twelve. And, and that's what happens when you have that type of struggle. So yeah, well, it's, we can. The good news about it is we don't talk about Notre Dame the rest of the year. It is. They well, they do US, play USC, and that could be a USC, yeah, big correct. game for USC. Go. Final final words um, from Kevin. Overrated. Georgia, impressive blow to Kentucky. Um, they're back. They're for real. Um, you know, thought Kentucky would be good, but not looking good now. <laughs> um, and so you guys want to know about my gambling stuff. So I had A&M plus two and a half because I'm a rider, and uh, I had Texas minus four because of uh, some other dude. And I should have just stuck with my gut. Uh, both of those picks I wouldn't have done if I didn't listen to other people. Um, I'll never do that again. Four and eight on the weekend, guys. Horrible. That's terrible. Um Bama kept their season alive. Um, and True. Uh, hungry dogs run faster, and I knew Bama was going to win. Should have picked it. Um, and, and also, Mario Cristobal should never be allowed to coach again. Um, that goes into my lock of the week. I have North Carolina minus 3.5 at home against Miami. Um, North Carolina just absolutely beat down on Syracuse. Uh, Drake May looks great. Devontae Walker's back. He's uh, been reinstated. So they look great. It's going to be under the lights, I think. Uh, at UNC should be an easy win. Um, and as Danny Boy Kane alluded to, uh, Tyler Van Dyke three picks uh, can't be having that. Just can't be having that. Yeah. Is so, that is that everything? So, so Drake. Everything? So the, what's going to happen with? Ke- I love Kevin's lock of the week. I, uh, it's going to be awesome when that doesn't. Can I tell you something? Hit. I'm betting Miami. Yeah. So so what's going to happen? What's going to actually happen in this my in this North Carolina game is Drake May is going to go off and Kevin's going to fall in love with them and it's just going to be Patriots Drake May because he's going to be top five pick. So he's going to fall in love with Drake May this week. Uh yeah. We should let's let's talk about Miami. Can we talk about Miami? I, Can that, I say my piece? Is that the worst you've ever seen? How long Second you worst I've ever seen. What's the worst? Worst is the Jets against the uh, the Giants against the Eagles back in late 78. And the Eagles made the playoffs because of this. Joe Pesarczyk, instead of, uh, instead of uh, handing the ball, took a shotgun snap. They fumbled it, and I think it was Herm Edwards picked the ball up and scored a touchdown to win the game. They scored a touchdown on the fumble to win the game. That's the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, but what was the situation? Was the game over if they took yes, a knee? Yes, if they took any of the game. It was, was over. It was what really? 100% or was there actually going to be time on the 100% clock? 100% over. And what You're happened? sure? And that, that so is, what was the time? That, I don't know. Three seconds later. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. whatever that's bad. That, that is what precipitated the victory formation. That play is why they kneel, take a knee. That's the worst. Uh, what Cristobal did is unexcusable. It, unexcusable. Cristobal's might be worse than if you said there was no— the victory formation didn't exist when that Correct. happened. It, it At least the exist, victory right. formation exists for Cristobal. What were they doing? I, and it's even better. It, it's so much—it's funnier that they, they actually let up a touchdown. They they yeah, had no, to score the touchdown yeah. still, yeah. and they didn't. So, it's just but Miami's in, Miami. In the Eagle won. The Eagles actually scored on the play, won the game. That was games over. Unexcusable for a coach to do that. You gotta have somebody up in the booth telling you, "Don't be such a stupid head. Don't be so stupid, and and just take a knee and go home." But nobody told him that, and that's a, that. That to me is an or a institutional, organizational problem with Miami. I still like Miami over North Carolina just because it'll it'll beat Kevin. It's like every single coach in the NFL and college, even in high school, should have just one person 
in the booth, on on, on their headset, on the sideline. One person that's just doing all the little clock, timeouts, everything like that. Why do and and Matt add, adding up the score, when to go for two, when to do this, that. Just one guy. That's all you need. One get get Hein Bloom. Hein Bloom could do it just playing the percentages. Well, 100%. you know, Belichick had Ernie Adams doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it really helped him. So mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. I, I you know what? The problem is coaches are so goddamn egotistical. They think they know what they're doing and everything, and then all of a sudden these situations happen, and the, but, and the, world's, fly, the world's flying by them like this. But e- egotistical, you're going to get all the credit. If you if you have your nerd guy telling you, running here, knee here, knee here, you're still going to get all the credit. You're, look at how genius this coach is with the clock. That, that guy is not getting any I credit. I still think that the ego really, really, That's really, crazy. really, it does. And what okay. else did Kevin say? He said uh, the Red oh, River. Alabama, uh, Red River, that was a great game. I watched that game. I agree with him. Uh, Dylan, Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel played great. But you know what? Texas just made mistakes. And that's our keys in for you. Um, Oklahoma's pretty tough. But I still like Tech. Texas, they're going to play again. Texas will beat them again when they play again. You think? Yes. Nah, I'll go with Oklahoma. And that game will be played at, um, will that be played in Jerry's World? Yeah, probably somewhere. They still, okay. Yeah, um, yeah no. Then, Down there. And then, and then the then, other thing, I think Georgia played really well, looked good. Very good. Uh, Michigan looked really good again. Penn yep. State looked really good again. Did they play? I don't even know if they, they play. Play Little Sisters support. I don't think Penn State and, did anything. And I'll tell you something. Temple sucked, they but that's have. beside the point. We'll get we'll get to Temple. And someday. then Alabama said Alabama's back. Alabama's alive. They're still alive. I think they were always alive. Played one well, bad game yeah. against Texas. They're going to have their shot against Georgia in the championship, the SEC championship. But that's again in Atlanta too. They played bad against. Yeah. Them. Uh, they played bad they, against yeah. the team after. I forget who it was. They Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, they got by. MSU, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, not MSU, you, yeah, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. yeah. And that's no, what no, I think it actually could have been MSU. Who I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's they all run, run in together. So that's college football. Any any other any other last words on college football? No, I'm. Uh, I guess I'll ride with Michigan because I I know everyone's going to get back on the Georgia train and they do look like they're waking up. So I'm a little bit nervous about that, but I'll stick with Michigan and, and Penn State as my team. So. I'm on anybody but Michigan train, and you know it. Yeah, okay, Harbaugh. so just uh, before we go into baseball, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Jack played uh, high school golf for four years. Uh, he, as a freshman, he started to play and played in the team for three more years. And the last team to win a, a golf match was his 2017 fall team. Up until last, uh, I think it was a week and a half ago, they beat Melrose to stop a 62-game winning streak, a losing streak, and they've started one again. So, uh Jack, uh, your 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 streak is over. That's like Temple in the Big East football early two thousands type streak. Yeah, that's it was a long time. It's good that it ended though. It's it's good for them. Yeah, shout out to Coach Maloney who's doing a great job uh, taking over. Uh, He's infinitely better than you know the past five six years. You know, correct. It's good for the seniors too. The Joey Galvin and Bobby Sear who have played for four years and lost every match. That must that must really just suck to be a athlete and have that happen. Yeah, you're like the sacrificial lamb at the one and the two. <laughs> up top. <laughs> And the other one, shout out is uh, I know we're being topical, but the win over Burlington Friday night, this past Friday, that I oh, the best game I've called on WCTV ever, second uh, wow ever, ever. What about my senior year? Remember that game away that we lost the playoffs? Do you remember that we almost came oh, back? I'm not, uh, uh, which one? Oh yeah, I didn't you call that, that one. That was I was. No, I you was, called that game. No, not your football. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Melrose. It was way. No, it was Marblehead. I, Marblehead. I didn't yeah. call that game. Oh, okay. I was on the sideline. That, that would have been a great game, game but the, the other and game that was a loss though. At least you won. Right, at least they won, and I give the kids credit. They came back. They played crappy first half. Came back second half. What did you call? No, you didn't. Did you call the? There was a hockey game. No, I, that no, was Jay Barrett. Oh uh, yeah, Jay Barrett. I thought shout you called out. It with him. Shout out to Jay Barrett. No, I was doing the basketball game up at Hamilton Wenham. No, I'm talking about the next one. Oh, I didn't do that. One. No, that was up in. I did. The, I in was with him in the one in Lowell, but not at anywhere else. But that was the best game, and, and the kids give him credit. Uh, they did a great job, uh, and my three keys to the game actually came pretty precedent for him. 
So that I want to give the shout out when we get a chance to high school. All hold up, school. hold up, wait. What were your three keys? You wanted my three keys? Well, they normally it's like score more points. No, no, than no, the no, other no, team. no, no. Okay, 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 okay. You ready? Number one, key number one. Simple. Yeah. They don't control the ball. Ball control. Do not let Burlington speed beat you and have the ball. First but that's half. like a duh. Duh, but they did. Control they, the ball. But don't they did fumble. Not, but they didn't get that second second run. Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They turned the ball over once. Burlington turned over three times. And then the that's third like keys to winning a football. Third game, thing, no shit, you dumbass. I'm just saying, you were bragging thing, about him being right. Third thing, th- they were right. Third yeah, thing, look, third thing was third thing was keep, keep quarterback Mike Lawler upright and healthy and and, and have him win the game because he's been getting hurt a little bit. He had a phenomenal run at the end of the game before he threw the touchdown pass to Hunter Sanders. So the line played a lot better than the Giants' whole line did. Yeah, they they get deserve they deserve credit. They did control. But the ball. did J. Trev call him traffic cones? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be use. I'm gonna use that on the next broadcast if, we, if we're not playing too well. I think we got Wakefield coming up, which we should win. So that's um, shout out to college. That's uh, real quick because we're gonna do uh, our all NBA team, all, all all 2023 MLB teams in a second here. Uh, but playoffs are going on. Uh, Mookie's not. Hitting at all in LA, they're down 0-2. Uh, big game at uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta came back, uh, and then in the American League, we're one-one with Minnesota and Houston. You like Houston? I like Minnesota. And then Texas is just rolling through everybody. That's my pick. Texas rolling through, through Baltimore. Just give me your five-second update on what you think is going to happen or has happened. I feel bad for Mookie. He's really going through it. I think since the 2021 ALCS, I saw he's six for 42 in the playoffs, and they've really been a disappointment. It's funny, the Dodgers, they win, like, the most games every year, it feels like, and they haven't won a, won a real World Series in a real 162-game season since 1988. Since 1988, when Vin Scully was calling calling the game. Um, even though Vin Scully was calling the game in, like, 2016, too, because he's he's, he's that much of a legend. But uh, I also would like to say that Braves-Phillies game last night was one of the best games I've seen in a long time, and I look forward to the two games in Philly. And I remember you saying, you looked at me that game, and you said, this is why we got rid of High and Bloom, because this is, we want to be there. Yes. As a Red Sox fan, that was a great game. We've just been texting back and forth, Chris, Coach Greco and Coach McManus and myself um, this afternoon on the great play that Austin Riley made backing up yeah. the throw. And you made that mention too. Say, he was just in the right place at the right time. It's like Derek Jeter's flip play on <laughs> Yeah, it was. And but in I the right was, place at the right time. But I was saying that was a great play. But also the base running mistake by the the best player on the team has to be called out because if, if that ball lands, he's going to be on third base with one out. If that ball gets caught, he's back on first base, and there's still only there's still now now two outs. So the thing is, if that ball lands where he was, he's scoring. No shit, I agree with you. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. So what happened? Let me finish. What happened there is, he, if he had done it, played it normal, he'd have been on third base if that ball landed. What he was trying to do, he wanted to be the hero. I'm telling I love Bryce Hart more than anything. And I he do was too, playing, I He was hero-based running. He wanted to score that run. Everyone saw it on, on Twitter in the, in the whatever it was, the wild card series, when he ran right through the third base coach's stop sign, hard as he can, and scored the run. And it was, look at Bryce Harper, look at Bryce Harper. And, and I'm telling you, he was trying to be the hero. He was trying to score that tying run. I totally agree with you. But again, a base running mistake, yep. it could have cost him awful. the game. Could have cost him the game. And... But again, it, nothing take Austin Riley, exact right place, right time, made the right play, made a great throw, catch and throw, backhand quick, and and and, and just a it's it's what playoff baseball is all about that 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 great ending because the home run it, it hit the, the home run the, yeah. the bomb that he hit and the bomb that Denard hit Denard whatever you call him Denard hit it's it's just phenomenal and we sit at home. Uh, worrying, wondering whether we're going to have pitching next year. So I agree yeah, with you. No, on that's that. what I was saying. I was like, "Geez, I'd like to be in the postseason." That was fun. That that, that that's a fun experience. Yes, I'm going. I'm going to stick with Texas, though. 
uh, all the way. Cause yeah, Texas, I'll stick with, with Houston. Texas so. has got to get um, Scherzer back. You stick and, with the Dodgers, though? You have the Dodgers in the in the, in the uh, World well, Series. I'm going to stick with Mookie hits a leadoff home run uh, tomorrow night, and it all changes for them. Well, they need that. But, again, it all comes down to pitching. The Phillies have their pitching set up, and, and Arizona has, a, has great pitching set up. Uh, the Braves struggling with their pitching. The Orioles, of course, struggle with it. And, and the Dodgers, aren't really Dodgers struggling with their pitching. Yeah, yeah they, they don't have any pitching. They have Strider and nobody. Max Freed's been hurt. Strider and, and Freed did a decent job, though. Enough enough of a decent True. job. True. No, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not like they got rocked like 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 Kershaw and, and the kid, the other kid for L.A. Did. Miller, Bobby Miller there. Yeah, the right. Louisville guy. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I still think it's going to be Houston and the Braves. I'm not changing my take. You're going to have to change your take pretty soon. No, I'm going to stick with I might the, have to, I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to stick with Texas. And the Dodgers for now. If not, I'm going to go with Arizona because I got Marte was on my team. That Corbin Carroll plays for them. All right. So uh, as we wrap up uh, today, we got to argue about the all MLB team. So um, did you bring the coin? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I got we it. finally remembered our coin. Now, this is how this is going to work, right? We, we've agreed on this. This will be a fight anyway. Don't flip the coin yet. We're going to go alternate picks. <laughs> no, um, no snake draft. You can pick any player you want. You got to fill your nine, ten slot, nine slots with a DH, and then three and then, pitchers. And three pitchers and a relief pitcher. Yeah. So it's right. and then we'll give you it's one fourteen. Then then one bonus player. Twenty eight. Twenty eight players will get picked here. And then, then at, the, at the end, if there's a player left over that you want to pick up, you can pick up. We'll do some honorable mentions. Right. I didn't write that many down. I don't have honorable mentions. You, you get one player you want to like. All if right. you want to pick up Rafi Devers, you can pick up. I'm, so the coin flip is this is funny. The coin flip. There's three great players I think out there that I I think are above and beyond. And the other thing was with Otani, you can pick him twice, but you have to pick him twice. Or are we yeah, gonna you say you can only have him once. what you're picking him as. But only once. He so can if only you think he's once. a top six. I can only pick him once, though. No, you can pick him twice if you want. If, no. you, if okay. you think he's a top six pitcher, take him. Okay, I got you. All right. But, but he, if you don't, uh, actually, no. And this is all based on last year. Uh, yeah, we're doing 23 stats. All right, so I'll let you. Uh, I'm flipping, so you call. Go okay, on. here we go. Heads you, tails me. My heads. Yeah. Ugh, I didn't want the number one pick. He didn't uh, want Why didn't you want number one? Because it's cause I don't know who I'm going to take. All right. I'm going to take with the number one pick because he's split up. I'm going to take Ron Lacuna. You're taking Lacuna, I think my he boy. He had the best season offensively and everything combined. Now, obviously, Otani's the best player because of the pitching, but we split him up in this draft. If I'm getting one player, am I get, I'm getting only offense and base running and in the field, Acuna, or I'm getting only DH and good base running, Otani, I'm taking Acuna. I think he had a well, you got year. Acuna number one. And I'm you, gonna, who, who do you think had a better offensive year? I know Otani, I'm not, Otani well, here's had a great three, year. I think there are three things. If Otani, Otani had a great year, but you're sort of limited – because he, he didn't get hurt, he missed the last month of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pick I'm I'm not even going to take Otani, because I'm going to take Mookie. Perfect. Because Mookie gives me the flexibility of playing in me. I can go to second base of the outfield. That gives me an extra outfielder if I want to pick an outfielder. Um, you'll take you can have a because Otani. I love Otani. I'll and, take Otani now, right now. You got, okay, so you, let's go. Let's, I never thought I, I I had not planned to get Otani if I picked. I I honestly didn't plan to get Otani at all in this draft because I wasn't going to pick him number one, and I thought you were going to pick him number one. So no, I, I gonna, never I'm, even planned on Otani. So I got to change some things around now. So yeah, <laughs> see, I screwed you up. This so I got I got no. I'm I'm happy with that. You're Otani going with third. Otani as your as your second guy, and I am going to go with. Um, see, I can move bets anywhere I want now, can I? It's big. I, actually, you know what? This is good because I'm happy with this pick here because you have to make the decision, and I don't. No, I, I'm def- have... I, I go Freddie Freeman. I go Freddie Perfect. Freeman all the way. Perfect. I, so I'll go I had Freeman. him ranked five. I had this guy I'm about to pick ranked four. 
But Freeman's my second guy as, as I write everything down. Who you got third? I'm going to take Matt Olson. I had him ranked fourth. So, so I had Acuna first, Otani second, Betts third, Olson fourth, Freeman fifth. And I got two, three of my yeah, top, that's true. Three that's of my true. top four guys. So that's I'll, true. I'll take that. So you've got right now you got a, we have both first basemen are taken. You've got the DH picked um, in an outfielder, and I got either an outfielder or second baseman, descending, depending on how I want to go uh, with my next pick. Um, my next pick, I am going to take Garrett Cole, pitcher. Um, yeah, I like that because um, is that my third pick? Mm-hmm. Only because it's you know what as as much as I don't like Garrett Cole, uh, he's if I was the Red Sox, I wish they had signed him. He's done great. He's consistent. He's uh, smart. Um, he pitches a little bit, but I'll take Cole because again, if I look at pitching, there's there's like three or five pitchers, but he's so far I think ahead. If if you go with the all. If you go with who's going to be NL, MV, NL Cy Young, and everybody says it's going to be, um, uh, what's his name there, yeah, Snell, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. So I got um, Cole will be my uh, uh, my third pick. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's a pretty good gap between one and two in pitching. I'm going to go here. This guy, he didn't play the whole season. He still might finish second Mike in the MVP. Trout? I'm going to take Corey Seager. Not, not bad. He's playing. I mean, he's carrying that team now. So, and I do think there's a pretty big gap in that position between him and who's second best. And I, I'm not saying that the second best person is not good, but I think Corey Seager, Corey Seager, if he played the whole year, would have given given Otani a run for his money at MVP. He, he might. He been, wouldn't have beat him. But he you know, I don't think you, you mentioned something about the. I don't think the gaps as big as you think in, in no, shorts. I think there's. I if I look at my notes here, I've got. No, you don't have to look. I'm not going to pick on. a shorts. I'm going to tell you that I, I think there are three. There are four shorts that can that can. Now you with you him. looked at war. Right? Did you rank no, the shortstops? Did you rank the shortstops by WAR? Do you have it down with you here? No, I don't. I rank the shortstops right in my head. How I, I bet you Corey Seager had the highest WAR at shortstop, and he played probably forty, fifty less games. Than uh, the I think he was second highest to the guy who, who was a thirty, thirty guy. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, who hit like two fifty? But whatever. Well, go. The, the, yeah, hit two fifty. I'm just saying. Just back, just back. I am going to go with uh, Bryce Harper next. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have Bryce Harper on my list. Why not? Where are you going to play him? He's Outfield? the DH. Oh yeah, no, no, because I my DH is I had a, I had a, to be honest I since I'm not going to pick a DH because I have Otani now I had Schwarber as my DH I had Schwarber, Schwarber over, I have over Schwarber Harper the, I have Schwarber as the fourth DH no I had I have Harper okay. actually actually I can play Harper at in the outfield if I want to so it's it's it gives no, me you that no you can't flex. you can't throw well can play, we said we've asked enough this year he can't so throw. so Freeman can be DH I like Harper you know you know how I am Harper Harper Freeman's not as, Freeman's a better defender uh, than so Harper right now base. I've got Harper Cole Betts and Freeman you got Olsen Seager Acuna and Otani right yeah is it my pick yeah so, so you just picked this guy um, I have one outfielder right now I just have Acuna yeah there's a ton of outfielders take your I'm gonna favorite. take Tucker I'm gonna take Kyle Tucker my guy he like we said last week he he got Seinfelded out of a 30 for 30 season um <laughs> so he had a he had a great he had a great year I don't know he kind of faded in September so a little you, bit but he had a great year and and hopefully he can do some big things in the postseason you're taking, and I like the guy you're taking him over your boy I don't know who my boy is but you know just who keep your going. boy is just keep going I can't believe you took him over your boy I'm gonna go with um uh next pick I'm gonna take Austin Riley uh, for the Braves, third baseman. Yep. Uh, over Ramirez, so it's that was. Um, yeah, I don't. I have a different third baseman, so. You you probably have Machado at third base, or you can have Rafi Devers, for all I care. So that's my guy, and he was by fifth pick, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, yeah, the reasoning there is again, he had a pretty, he had a really good year on a really good offensive team, a uh, really good defensive third baseman. You know, it was him or him or Ramirez for me at third base, and I decided to go with him. 
You know, I'm going to go with Adley Rutschman here as my catcher. Um, the what the Orioles won 96, 97. I don't know how many they won high 90s games. They're not even that good. He he made. I think he did probably improve their pitching staff with how good of a catcher he is, and he and he can hit the ball, and he and he he might have been the best player. So I'll take him. Okay, that's not bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over to the outfield. I'm gonna take um, Louis Robert or Robert. I don't know what they're calling him these days. He'll be my next pick in the outfield. Forgot about him, to be honest. You shouldn't forget him. He no, was, I'm, I'm fine. He was like the best outfield in American League other than... Uh, the outfields, I, I, that's why you like having Mookie, because there's so many good outfielders. I know, and I can Mookie can play second base for me. You're right. That's it. So he was my sixth pick, and you took Rutschman. Okay. That opens up a can. Anybody, I can take any catcher I want now going forward as well, since what you did. Okay, I'm so. gonna take Snell here. I need a pitcher. Oh, he, Snell. He's gonna oh. win the Cy Young, so why not? Yeah, oh, I yeah. have to. I mean, what? Who else is he gonna? I got guys here. I got a few guys here, but Snell's your seven guy. He had a great year. He did have a great year. I, I totally agree with you. Might be a Red Sox next year. I he, hope not. He's oh please, dear God, he can throw like five pitches. He's not gonna be a, a Red Sox next year. No, please. No, please. I'm going to go with um, my next pick. I'm taking Bobby Witt, who's my, my my favorite player of all time now. Hope they get him here with the Red Sox. I'm taking him over Lindor because he actually did steal a lot of bases and did hit a lot of home runs. Is a much better uh, player than he is. So I'll take Witt as my shortstop. You got Seager. I got Witt. I think they're pretty much pretty comparable, pretty comparable players uh, uh, with with that situation. All right, you're on. You get to look down your list. Um. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll take Simeon here. Yeah, I figured that's I where you'd go. But I can let's like I get I can I can wait as long as I want to pick these guys because you can't pick. Them. I could pick Simeon, leave, leave him in the outfield though. Yeah, but I would rather have some of these outfielders left than Simeon. That's oh, so. that's fine. So let me circle him, and you got Simeon. That's your eighth pick. All right. So right now you've got um, you've got Rutschman, you've got Olson, Simeon, no third baseman, Seagard short. You've got um, Lacoon in the outfield with Tucker, and you got Otani as your DH and Snell as a pitcher. Does that make sense? You got everybody there? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't miss anybody? No, you're good. Yeah. I didn't miss anybody? Good. You're but up. I am up, so I am going to go with um, – I'm taking um, Rodriguez in the outfield. Yeah, good. Julio from the uh, my good friends in Seattle. Good, but I think a couple outfielders are going to take over him. Yeah, he had a great August and September, though, to lead, his, lead the charge. That's my eighth guy. All right, so you're going to get a chance to take another outfielder if you want. You're yeah, doing this I by am. fantasy, aren't you? You looked at our fantasy league, didn't you? A little bit. No, but the, obviously I looked at who had the best numbers. Uh, I'm going to go with the—I'll go with—he uh, left a—I know you don't really like the guy, but I think he's he's a horse, and I think he, he's going to have a big moment in this postseason— in this series, uh, I don't know if he's a pitch game four or game five, but I'm going with Spencer Strider. Yeah, I figured that would have been a ton would, of people. That would have been my, one of my next picks. I, I, I ranked him about the third or fourth pitcher in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got Strider. That's just a circle for your number nine. Strider and Snell, and I got Garrett Cole. And then um, just it's a really interesting thing going through the pitchers, uh, and I can I can hold off on pitching if I want. I'm not going to pick a catcher till the end. I'm not going to pick a relief pitcher till the end. So I am stuck right now. I need another outfielder. I'm going to go with um, Corbin Carroll, uh, Rookie of the Year candidate uh, out in Arizona uh, as my um, whatever pick that is. I don't even remember. Highlight him here. So, yeah, Corbin Carroll, again, another one I've seen. He's played pretty pretty well in the playoffs. Good power and speed kid. There's a few other outfielders I could have snuck in there. But, again, it's it's just a matter of um, how you how you really see them. 
and where you want to place them. Yeah, um, I got this guy ranked 12th, and he's going to not— uh, I can't pick my guy that I love the most. Uh, so I got, But I got to take this guy. I'm going to go Juan Soto. He, he ended up having a great year, and this guy I want in my lineup. So you're no. going Soto. My defense, I don't know who's going to play center field, but I guess Acuna can. So you pick Soto. So now you have Tucker, Acuna, and Soto in the outfield. I got Carol, Rodriguez, and Robert in the outfield. Oh, yeah, you took all the three center fielders. That's because I took the yeah. defensive players. No, so I think uh, ugh, Tucker, ugh, you don't have a center fielder. That's a good point. No, I, I look at your list. You got I think all right Tucker fielders. probably could play center field. But the best he probably could. He probably could. Because he's the gold glover of that group. All right, I and am, you got three. Ba- I don't know about Robert, but you get two. I actually don't know about Carroll, but Julio Rodriguez is a Gold Glove worthy center fielder. Julio, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's the, he. I play. I if I were looking at my team, I would play uh, Carroll in right, Robert in left, and Rodriguez in center. Uh, I'm gonna shift shift gears here and look at the pitching, and I am gonna go with the guy who pitched last night. Or I think had a really good year, uh, Zach Wheeler, uh, who was real Zach I, Wheeler. I, I, yeah. Wow. I'm going. I'm going. Well, the Zach's that pitched last night, I would have taken a different one. Which uh, Galen? Galen. Yeah. I'm going wheel. I like wheel. I didn't have him ranked. Why did you have him ranked? He's like the second ranked pitcher in base in the American League, not in the even, National League. Not even close. Yeah. Whatever. No you way. Say not even close. I'm just gonna say yeah. Yeah. I would. I, Gallon's. Uh, you. You. You got one pitch left. Take Zach Gallon if you want. No, because with my other pitcher, I'm gonna take a guy that is the reason why the Red Sox shouldn't go anywhere near the GM that. Was the GM of the uh, Miami? You're gonna go with my guy, Florida Marlins. Oh, I'm yeah. going with Pablo Lopez. He's been electric this postseason. Great pitcher, bad trade, shouldn't be in that organization. Kind of goes under the radar, and I got to give him some credit. I would like to pick Zach Gallon. I would, but I'm going with Pablo Lopez. I'm going Pablo Lopez because I have to. I have to. Yeah, because I had him in fantasy. Everybody left. Everybody left. I can't believe you didn't take Justin Steele. Uh, I'm Justin a little bit shocked. Steele. By I think Steele. Justin Steele. Justin Steele a great year, but I don't. I think he's a step below these guys. I thought you'd go that route. Uh, I'm going to go the route pitcher, and I'm going to take the other one that, that you bitched about. Because now I thought you would take. I definitely thought you would take uh, Gallon in, in the next pick. I would have. I would have bet the house that uh, you go Zach Gallon. Who would you rather have, Lopez or Gallon? <sighs> I can't believe you pick Wheeler. Wheeler, get out of here. I, I definitely would take Wheeler. Look at his numbers. No. The only, and, and Aaron Nola's got great numbers. But look at Wheeler, when we go home, we'll look at Wheeler's numbers. I'm going to go with Zach Allen here on my next pick for my pitcher um, because I disrespectful. like— Disrespectful. Why is that disrespectful? He's, he's starting game three. He should be starting game two. You know why he's starting game three? Because no. they had to start him in game in, 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 no, in game no, one. No, I'm, that, no, that was a That's joke. Right. No, I said for your team, he's starting game three. Well, Zach Wheeler's starting game two. Yeah, I, I Gallon. It should be starting over Zach Wheeler. Oh, whatever. I got you. Oh, so who are you? How how are you going? Strider, Lopez, Snell, Snell, Strider, Lopez. Strider. What are you going to do? I, I like. I picked Snell over Strider. Strider's my ace. Strider. So going. then you're what's that? You're disrespecting Snell? Yeah, I am. You are. So you give me shit about? But I think I get Gallon? better value. Yeah, but I'm admitting it. Yeah, good. I don't admit things. But Gallon, so are you pitching Gallon over Wheeler? You picked him behind him. I'm I'm doing it with Strider. No, I'm still going Wheeler. I like Wheeler in the big game. Yeah, Wheeler, Snell's beating him. Yeah, Snell's got no shot of beating him. That <laughs> was my offer. Where are we? Where are we? Uh, we're down to, let's see, you need a relief pitcher. I need a relief pitcher. You need It's a... my pick. I'm just, I don't I don't care. Where, I know where we're at. I'm just saying whose pick is it. It's your pick. All what? right, so actually, to be honest, I thought this was going to be my last pick, but in terms of difference in best and second best, this group is a pretty big difference because this guy, he did get hurt at the end. Really good year. Felix Batista from the Orioles. Yeah, I would say I mean, he's... he was phenomenal this year. One of the, just like Adley, one of the big reasons why they won so many one-run games. Him and Canoa and that bullpen were just lights out all year long. Yeah, it's like yeah. watching Zach Britton. <laughs> yeah, 
Andrew uh, I don't know. I you know what he Patances, had a great, Patances, now again again favorite. again you lose the month and a half they didn't pitch, sure. right? So because really pitches you you know my yeah, you pitched Wheeler wasn't Wheeler hurt? No. I might be wrong. No, you don't even know. You, you have no clue what you're Wheeler, talking about. Wheeler stinks. I hope he gets you. Know, When's he pitching? He, he just won the game. He just got, he pitched a great game. Oh, yesterday. yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he, pitched, he pitched a I great game. He, he, was, he was really phenomenal. <laughs> he <yesterday>. was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but so was Zach Gallon, and so was Pablo Lopez, and so was all these guys. All I right. love Pablo Lopez, too, by the way. All right, you're up. Um, I'm going to go with, um, God, I could pick any one of these relief pitchers. I'm going to take the guy I had for fantasy who had a great year, Doval, from um, San Francisco. I had Hader ranked second. Yeah, I'm not a big hit. I thing is, it. though, it's like you have to. The second pick for the relievers is a choice. The first pick isn't. So that's why. Oh Batista, yeah, well, I have already told you. I, I would have put Bautista first yeah, all the way, even, even with a hurt. month and a half. Yeah, maybe. even I, he had a great year. He had a phenomenal year. So you got one pick left. Do you know where you got to go? I have only have one pick left. Oh. Well, then then we so have third baseman. Rocker. You live. You listed all these third basemen, and you didn't name the guy that I, I'm going to take. I'm taking. He had the most points in our fantasy league. If you know this. He hit over 30 home runs. It looked like he You're kinda, taking Matt Chapman? No, he did this under You're the, taking Matt Chapman? He, Matt Chapman's the worst Manny ever. Machado? He did this under the... Can you, let's see how long till you guess it. Go. Keep going. He did this under the radar? Yeah. that's the, it, You're proving he did it under the radar because he's kind of a big-name guy. Ramirez? No. Everyone hates him? Oh, yeah. Donaldson? No. For a different reason. They hate him for a different reason? He's not like a total asshole like Donaldson. He's a, <laughs> he might be a bit of a, a Tom Brady type. His, his integrity to the sport and the rules of the sport might be in question. Alex Bregman. Oh my God, I forgot about him. Yeah, come on, Alex. You're Bregman. taking Bregman. Look at his. You can have Bregman. Look at his numbers. He had a really good year. I know he had a good year, but he didn't have a year that Machado and, and he did. Romy, he, 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 Ramirez he, he had the most fantasy points in our league, so he had a pretty good year. Well, that's fantasy points. What do you mean fantasy points? You get points for hitting home runs, RBIs, runs, hits, everything, doubles. That's means he played good. So you got you got Bregman. I got to take a catcher. I'm going with Smith. Wait, we get a wild card, don't we? Nice. Yeah, you just took Bregman. I, need I, took, I need like JBJ. I took Smith uh, as my catcher. The last pick is catcher. Um, oh, yeah, Will Smith. Who, give me another catcher. <laughs> no, I, I have Will Smith ranked second. You don't know worry. what's funny is the other two catchers left that I would say you could pick would be Cal Raleigh, who had a great year out in, in Seattle, who you probably don't even know how to spell his name. And the, Our, and, and the Contreras no, guy who, who is at... Um, not Chicago, but the kid that plays in Milwaukee had a great R A L E I G H. R A L I E G H. You had the E I wrong. Good, good. You were wrong, E I. Did I say E I? I didn't say I. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You were close. I before E, except after. Uh, yeah, that, that was that was just a, a speaking mistake for me. I got <laughs> that right. That's I got fine. that right. If That's I said fine. if I said it wrong, okay. I, I actually meant it. Okay, I, well, give me a, give me you, you, the wild card. You know what? <laughs> The wild card can be anything you want. No, because wild card is this guy. I wanted to take him badly, and you screwed me by not taking Otani. I wanted this guy as my DH, my wild card DH, Jordan Alvarez. Uh, why he missed you... like two months, and he's still at 30-plus home runs. Jordan plays the outfield. You could have taken Jordan over. Oh, my God. You, I took you're... Soto over. I had to you're take Soto over. You're going to tell me, Akuna Tuck, Tucker, you take over Alvarez. Yeah, Tucker didn't miss any time. But, you, at... picked, but you picked a pitcher that missed all that time. Who votes for the MVP? Not who? me. Who? 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 Writers. Writers, right? Do writers know things about baseball? For the most part, yes. They, yeah. Who's going to finish higher in the MVP voting? Tucker or Alvarez? Tucker, don't give me that. Ah, I, don't so try. Don't try and cause a civil war between my Astros guys. I'm going to Alvarez. 
You can you can have Alvarez. I'll take. That's him. not bad. You get Alvarez, and that's what I'm going to say. You can take Alvarez. All right. What's your what's your wild card? Mike Trout, Xander Bogarts. Mike Trout. Yeah, I, I'll take Xander. You know, he's screwball. I got to look at this. I got a lot of people to pick here. For uh, really, I, there's only like three people that didn't get drafted on my list. Um, Soto got drafted. Uh, Alvarez. Oh my god, I got to him out. Schwarber didn't get picked, but I wouldn't pick him because he can't play anywhere. Um. You get circled for Alvarez. God almighty. I would almost have to say, and I hate to do this, I'll take Ramirez at third base. The, the, the Jose Ramirez definitely would be my guy. Um, he's he, I probably almost took him over Riley as a wild card. I had Riley ranked one and Bregman ranked two. So Yeah, I didn't break. I had Bregman like, like with Devers in the Devers world. So I had four guys that didn't get picked on my list. Who would you have? Logan Webb as a pitcher. Yep, I had him. Uh, Josh Hader. Was my second reliever. Yeah, but you wouldn't have paid. Once you get one reliever, yeah. I, I know, get, I know. Okay. He was my second ranked reliever. And then I had, because you didn't take a second baseman, I had Ozzy Albies. And I actually have another one. Ozzy Albies, I had ranked Mar- second, so. I had Marte ranked I had Albies. Albies. I had Albies over Marte. I had Marte out of him. And then I had Lindor as. I had Lindor. But I, I had Lindor as my, I had I had Seager, and then I had um, Witt or Lindor. I, I, would, I, would, I went Witt, Seager, Lindor. Um, you went Witt over Seager? No I way. love Witt. You know that. I love Witt. He's Seager, my boy. Seager, Seager might finish second MVP. He might. That's what I'm saying. He might. He, I, I, no doubt about it. He might. But he also has Simeon on the other side of it. And the other shortstops I had were um, I that was, Dansby had a great year. At, uh, he helped to Chicago. And, and Gunnar Henderson. Nowhere near win. those guys, though. And Gunnar Henderson is going to win the uh, rookie of the year for the Dodgers. The other guy we. That Gunner, was, uh, Orioles. Orioles, right? I'm sorry. And then the other guy that's so weird that, that Adelis Garcia at Texas was left off. Well, um, yeah, but there's and, so many outfielders. It's and hard. Bellinger was one who had a great. Year. I had Bellinger. I was thinking, so I had this ranked. Acuna. That was almost my wild card, Bellinger. I had this ranked: Acuna, Betts, Tucker, Soto, Carroll, and then I was picking between Rodriguez, Alvarez, and Bellinger. And Bellinger came last out of those. Guys. Rodriguez, Alvarez, and Bellinger. you didn't have Robert anywhere. I, I, he wasn't. He must not. Have, well, because he I went to our fantasy league and looked at the points. It somehow he wasn't. So I don't know what he happened. played on a crappy team. Probably. But that doesn't make that doesn't matter. Uh, in fantasy pitcher pitcher wise, I think that we we that who didn't get picked. Webb, I agree with you. Uh, and then Gaussman was left way off. Gaussman had a great year up in Toronto. But six pitches. Sonny small, Gray. So. Sonny Gray. Another one. Your boy. Sonny Gray. What Framber about Valdez? Frander Val. He stunk. And relief pitchers is a dime a dozen. You could have taken Kenley Jansen. It wouldn't have mattered. So, uh, no, that wouldn't matter. That's an automatic loss if you take Kenley Jansen. Okay, whatever you say. Whatever you say. To to wrap it up, let's go through. Um, catchers, you've got um, Rutschman. i got Smith. First base, Freeman for me. Olsen for you. Second base, Betts for me. Simeon for you. Third base, I have you have, you have Bregman. I have Riley. Uh, let's see. Shortstop, Seager versus Witt for you. You've got Acuna, Tucker, and Soto. I've got Robert, Rodriguez, and Carroll. And I can throw Mookie out there if I want. Um, uh, DH, you got uh, Otani. I took Harper. My love of Harper never fails. Uh, pitching, I got Hero Ball. Yeah, pitching, I got Cole, Wheeler, and Gallon. You got Strider, Lopez, and Snell. You can't go wrong with it. Bautista for your relief pitcher, Dovell for mine. Alvarez as your wild card pick, and Ramirez is mine. Pretty good teams, though, if you look at it. Well, um, obviously, it's the top top players it's like ever. Picking the All Pros in football, those are good players. Yeah, that is true. The best of the best. That is true. So uh, you should have picked the worst team of the year. So starting pitcher, I'm going to take Kluber with the first pick overall. Uh, my shortstop, Adalberto Mondesi. Oh, he didn't even uh, play my, for us. My second baseman, Trevor Story. Wait, th- there's a there's a common theme here. They're all Red Sox players. Uh, I would go with Alex. <laughs> How about the biggest pains in my ass is Alex Verdugo? No, no. All right, yeah. enough baseball. People are going to get wor- get worried with us uh, about us. 
So that'll be, just wrap up episode eight uh, for us, Jack. We did a really a lot of stuff. Thanks for Justin for uh, writing in and for Kevin for calling in and getting made fun of because of the Arsenal deal. And it's just great to have those guys in. We're going to try to get some more people in the studio with us. So uh, for Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Uh, and this is um, It All Boils Down to This. And we'll see you next week. And we all see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We are always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.